Welcome to Stay at Home Dads, a podcast. With your hosts, Drew and Justin, a place where we talk about a lot of guy stuff. And a little bit of dad stuff too. So kick back, relax, and let's talk. All right, are we ready? Ready. All right, man. Well, good. Good to see you. How are you doing? Good to see you. <laughs> How's it going, buddy? It's uh, it's going pretty well. Uh, you know, a lot going on here, dealing with uh, kid stuff and mm. stay home dad stuff. So, mm. um, <laughs> what's the topic for tonight? What should we What should we dive into? Um, I think we were going to uh, talk about some accidents that involve us as kids and our kids and kind of maybe we can instill some words of wisdom at some point in the show so like it i was kind of curious to see what type of kid were you were you uh were you a crazy daredevil were you uh were you prone to accidents as a younger child you know i uh i didn't get hurt a whole lot, but I got hurt a few times. And the big one that stands out for me was uh, I was probably like in third grade, maybe second grade. And uh, I basically went to this place that we called the field, which was like this empty lot in our neighborhood where like the house is kind of like, you know, like the, the housing development kind of stopped and like, it was just kind of like still like wilderness. This is mm-hmm. out in Iowa. And I don't know why, but like my dad, basically forbid us forbid forbid me from like playing over there because was it like a construction zone there was like like some construction stuff there was some construction stuff going on over there because like they were still like trying to like progress the neighborhood but like that was like where the street ended but it was like still trying to like grow and we would go down there and like just play because there was like bulldozers that were there like (laughs) unmanned that would be climbing around on and like just weird crap that probably shouldn't have been left there you know but i guess stuff that normal parents would be like your dad's forbid you from going there yeah that makes sense like it made sense he told us not to go play there because people yeah we get hurt and guess what happened i got hurt there and i went there against his wishes and so i was over there and i I feel like there was like um a pile of like wood like they like cleared some trees so there's like this pile of like trees but there was like this really like thin tree that wasn't too heavy that i was able to like lift up and for whatever reason like i erected the tree like it's standing Hmm. and then it's like really tall though like super tall like I don't know how many feet like 20 30 feet and like I I push it well it's like wobbling but I'm thinking that I had pushed it like it's gonna like fall over well it's still like teetering like up on and I'm like walking away well of course just the way like life works is this damn tree proceeds to fall like right down on top of my damn head (laughs) and they had like sawed the branches off of it so like there was like really sharp, like little like spikes on it. Oh man. And this freaking like tree just freaking smacks into my head and it freaking oh. split my head open. Um, yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Like I was, um, I had like a white shirt on, which is even more cool because it just showed how, how much blood there was and just blood was just like gushing down the side of my head. And it was like all over my face, like all over the side of my shirt. Like it looked like it was just, so it did you bad. run home at this point or? So I had a bike down there and being like in the panic mode that I was, I just didn't even think to jump on my bike, which would have been faster. Yeah. I just started booking. I was like, <laughs> like I saw the blood, like I went like this and like saw the blood over my hand. I was like, Ugh! and like, I just started like running down the street, like as fast as I could. 
and um ran back to my dad's my dad's like oh my god like you know grabs a towel like puts it on my head and like he drives me to the hospital and it was like one of those numbers where I only needed like six stitches, but like, you know, head wounds just bleed yeah, yeah. and bleed and bleed. So they had to like shave like a little patch of my freaking hair. Like, <laughs> so I had like this bald spot that whole summer that I wore ball cap. And, and then they, you know, like they give like the local, the local injection, which freaking probably hurt just as bad as like the actual wound. Like think, yeah, as bad as your stitches, you know? Yeah. Oh dude, that, like that shot, it's things so bad, but then like, then it numbs everything. And like they stitched me up and, yeah, that was that, but that was my first really, yeah. really bad one. So did you did you get like a what for from your dad? Like, this you know, is what I told you. You shouldn't be down there. You shouldn't be playing around. You know, like I think it was one of those cases where I think like the accident was punishment enough where I didn't need to yell that. Like I freaking went through an ordeal where I lost like X amount of blood and like <laughs> I got stitches and I got half my head, like a freaking you know, zip of my head shaved, like, so. So yeah, is that one of those things that, like, you played down there, you were doing these things because your dad told you not to? Was it, like, a subliminal type of thing, or? It was just. Or is it just that was just a fun area to hang out, so you were there? I don't think I was doing it to, like, intentionally disobey him. I think it was just, like, it was a, it was a spot that, like, drew our attention that we wanted to go, because it was, right. like, crazy crap going on over there like, with construction <laughs> gear and like you know construction equipment so we just always wanted to go down there and like hang out hey, hey, hey. you got lucky man that's all i know like yeah that's kind yeah. of crazy all right so what's one of your uh let's let's put well, it into um i've got a few but um one of them was uh I guess my mom has a picture. I'll see if I can find it and I'll throw it in here. But I used to take like my big wheel when I was probably four or five. And I would ride around while I decided to race it down this big, huge dirt hill. Oh, geez. And I like got halfway down and I totally wiped out and had like road rash, like head to toe. And there's like pictures where I've got like skid marks on my face and stuff. Oh my God. And she never told me not to, but like, the thing is, is like, I wasn't, I mean, I was hurt and injured, but like, I know there's, I've seen this picture of me and I'm like smiling in this picture, like standing next to my big wheel, like, like I'm a badass, you know, or mm-hmm. something, but it's just like, but I'm like legitimately like have like scrapes all over, you know? Um, so that was like the first really bad accident you probably can remember. Yeah. Being. That's like, and I can't really remember it. Um, but I had another one when I was in fifth grade. And I actually was riding a mountain bike and I hit a bump. I was going fishing with this friend and I ran over this bump in the sidewalk and I went over the handlebars Oh my god! and I, and I smacked my face into the concrete and I, I knocked out my teeth Ooh. and I think baby, I was in like baby teeth fishing. or, um, like, no, they were adult, they were adult teeth. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. These are fake. So, Ugh. um, <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Okay. yeah. Um, I remember that, but that, that, you know, like it's nothing that like my parents didn't tell me, you know, not to. And I, I guess I wasn't being, well, I was probably like trying to do a wheelie or something. I don't recall, but yeah, just like a sheer accident, you know, and it's just, I don't know how you, you know, I mean, you can't live your life in a bubble, you know, and I've had, I've had so much, like you probably had the other stories too, but it's just like, just like stupid stuff, you know, that, 
yeah. that injures you. I used to take a bicycle and I would purposely run it into a tree <laughs> and it would be right by like a busy road. And I wanted to see if people like would stop to help me. And like, I don't know why that's like a memory I have when I was like 10, but yeah, just weird story, but <laughs> sorry anyway sorry that was way off topic but anyway i like that i like that it's funny that that's so stupid and i did i had a car pull over be like hey are you okay okay?" yeah but can you imagine that in this day like that was years and years ago today like people are gonna think you're gonna get kidnapped or yeah what crazy what what is this kid doing you know it's just dude a different time uh i actually was playing catch with my dad like this was i um this was like years and years ago. Like I was probably like in middle school or high school, probably middle school or high school. I would say middle school. And I was playing catch with my dad, like in our front yard, like on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. And uh, we saw like this little kid just cruising down the street, like this little top, like little, little kid just cruising down the street and like ran right into the back of a freaking pickup truck. Like, I don't know like what he was looking at or obviously not looking at, but just smacked like, full speed no helmet just ran into this truck and like it was right in front like maybe he was watching us i don't know what he was watching but like he wasn't watching where he was going because he freaking went headfirst into a truck and like we ran over there we're like oh my god are you okay and like he was he was rocked (laughs) like crying oh yeah dude he he wasn't feeling good and (laughs) i mean like he ended up being okay enough to ride off and like go back home but like that was just uh kids get hurt, man. Kids get hurt. Uh, and you know, it's always scary. It's always scary to like be there, but like, I always feel like they make kind of like the best stories too, you know? Right. When like you're I with mean, your buddies, I mean, it's kind of like a, like some of it's like a rite of passage. Like, Oh, like, did you see this bruise or did you see this cut, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you go to school with that and you're just like showing all your friends, like how bad, like your road rash is from your bike wreck, you know, or yeah. you know, whatever. The funny thing is too, is like, I've had that trauma of knocking my teeth out. Mm-hmm. So now I feel like I am more in tune to like dental trauma with my mm-hmm. own kids. You know, mm-hmm. I feel in, and, and the funny thing is, is my older daughter, Olivia has, she has almost knocked her teeth out twice now. Oh yeah. You told me that's being, great. and she's six years old. So the first time it happened when she was like two and she fell and there were baby teeth still, of course, but she fell and she like landed on like this like bolt that comes out of this park equipment and it jammed like right into her gums and it like cut her gums like right above her teeth Mm. and she and Megan had a white shirt on at that time and it was just blood it was blood all over Megan's shirt and we brought her to the dentist and they were like oh yeah she's probably gonna lose that tooth and all this but we so we got lucky with that and like she healed and everything was fine and then last summer we went down to a place to go hiking and now now she's got her permanent teeth her Mm -hmm. two permanent but they were just came through so they were like you know Mm -hmm. half half of the way where they should be fully you know out Mm -hmm. and she was we were hiking down a trail and she tripped on like a tree root and she laid herself out and she actually hit like one of her baby teeth next to her permanent teeth and knocked it out. And, and she almost knocked it out. It was like really loose and it was bleeding like crazy. And initially I thought she had broken her two Good. permanent. Te- and I was just like, I was, pan- I was panicking like so bad. Like, but mm-hmm. like, that's where my mind goes because I've had these traumas as a kid. Mm-hmm. And so I know how that is. So now I'm always like super worried about 
my kids having that type of trauma. It's kind of like a weird yep. deal. So I feel like I've kind of become a helicopter parent in that aspect, but. That makes sense though, because you went through the trauma. So like, you're like extra sensitive to like teeth, teeth. Trauma, right. You know? <laughs> I think you, maybe you're be extra sensitive to the cranium trauma. I don't, with I, don't, I, don't I don't know. Um, my brother was actually, we, we used to play Frisbee all the time. My dad and I, my brother, when we were kids, um, we'd play Frisbee all the time. And uh, my dad threw a frisbee at my brother, and I don't know how my brother like missed the catch, but like it just dinged him like in the in the teeth, and it it knocked out a tooth. But it was a baby tooth. But we okay. still were like a little freaked out because like that's not a good way to lose a tooth. <laughs> so, right. Yeah, that's a little premature, you know. It's so like... we we rushed into the to the dentist. But dude, I uh as a big brother, so I I was the oldest, and then I had like a smaller. I had a sister and a brother that were both younger than me. And I messed them up like on multiple occasions and never intentionally. Like I'm a nice guy. Yeah. Even as a brother, like I know like big brothers, like pick on their little, I was never trying to hurt them, but I like royally hurt them a few times. Um, I mean, I broke my sister's, I fractured my sister's arm and like, oh, yeah, that sounds bad, but it was really bad. But honestly, what was happening was she was, uh, you know, like those, we had a backyard, we had a swing set in the backyard and she was like on the swing and I was just like running around and I wasn't really paying attention. And, uh, I just somehow like collided with her. Like, as I was like running by, like she freaking like collided. And as she fell off the swing, her arm got wrapped around the the chain and mm. she just got like yanked weird. And like that yank of like her falling, like off the swing, like cracked her arms. Oh, oh. my God. Yeah. So she had, a, I don't think she had a cast, but she had a sling for like several weeks of that summer. I remember. So I, I kind of have a feeling that that's what I'm going to be having to look forward to with my two girls and maybe even you and you, if you guys happen to have a, a second or not, but like, we're talking about it, but we're not, we're still, we're still thinking about it. Yeah. So I think I'm afraid that like, cause mine are mine's six and three and they're kind of getting to that age right now of rough housing mm-hmm. and like doing crazy stuff and jumping off stuff and in wrestling and stuff. So I think that's, I think more of the bodily injury from a sibling is like coming down the pipe for sure. I mean, well, just, just to balance it out, I got to tell you about my brother, what I did to him. Cause this was equally, (laughs) well, I did a few. You broke your sister's arm. Broke my sister's arm. So we're going to start with, we're going to like make the list. Say I broke my sister's arm. (laughs) My brother, I had a slingshot. I had a a hunt, a hunter style slingshot. You know, like those things that are like, you can get like the freaking like ball bearings. Like you can literally like hunt animals and shit with them. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah. It's a wrist rocket. It's a, but it's yeah. a legitimate, like I, I didn't have a toy. I had like the real deal. I could have killed someone with it. Um, And I was pretty young when I had it. Well, I told my brother like, Hey, Hey, Hey bro, hold the Frisbee up for a, uh, hold the Frisbee up for me for like target practice. So like he holds his Frisbee like right in front of himself, like center mass, like, and luckily I wasn't shooting like a ball bearing or something. Like I shot, um, you know, like those golf balls that aren't actual golf balls, but they're like a hollow for like, just like practice golf balls. Like a, like a wiffle almost. It's like a wiffle golf ball kind of. Okay. Well, not like a wiffle ball because it's, it's like a golf ball, Little, but it's, com- but it's, it's got compl- holes in it. But it's completely hollow. It's not, okay. no, it's not got holes in it. It just looks like a golf ball. That's not like a solid golf ball. I don't know. Oh, okay. My dad had them. They're like practice golf balls or something. I was like, I'll just shoot this. It's like, you know, lightweight, right? Yeah. And I freaking like, but like literally from point blank, like I was like maybe like five feet from him and I got it pulled all the way back 
or maybe it was no you know what i was probably for like 15 feet and uh i, fr- I freaking shoot it and i don't really think about the fact that because it's like such a hollow ball like it freaking moved weird and like it did like this crazy like curve move like where i shot it and i swear to god it did like this insane like curve and it smacks right on his kneecap and like just dropped him and i heard this smack like i think everyone in the neighborhood heard this smack when it like smacked his knee because it wasn't a pleasant sound and he just drops and like he's holding his knee and like i run over there and you can see like the divot like the golf ball divot holes like all over his kneecap i was like oh my god like, I mean, in, in, in 20 years, he's going to be like having knee surgeries and knee pains. And had that been an actual golf ball, like it would have shattered his kneecap, but it was just like a, a plastic hollow golf ball that just, it had to sting though, like crazy. Cause it just smacked the hell out of his knee. So you're oh welcome, bro. God. You're welcome, bro. I'm sure you're watching. Sorry about so your broken kneecap. You broke an arm, broken arm, shattered head, kneecap, broke a head. <laughs> I'm on a roll. So this how is... are you going to, how are you going to deal? Like, like, are you going to let your daughter like kind of push the envelope of like danger zone, like doing kind of crazy stuff? Like, I mean, like my, my youngest Kennedy is, she's kind of nutty. She likes to jump off furniture. She likes to like jump off stairs and stuff like that. And I'm kind of letting her do it. But I think to an extent, I don't know how much I'll let that go because I feel like I am kind of like that helicopter parent that, that wants to almost wrap my kids in bubble wrap. I know that's not like the good thing, you know, I mean, kids need to experience things and and fall and scrape their knee and stuff. They can't, you know, parents can't protect them forever, but like, where do you stand on that? How do you, how do you think you'll handle that? Oh my God. So, you know, Sophia is still like a newborn and I'm like super protective. And the first time she gets hurt, it's going to like hurt me like right here. (laughs) You know, like I don't want to feelings. Yeah. I've already said she's not dating until she's 30, (laughs) you know, and like, I don't know, man. It's, I think that I'm more scared of like her, her dating than I am of her just getting hurt because uh, I don't know why I like just thought of another boy, like breaking her heart, like really, uh, you know, like that's, that's going to be something it's going to be hard to deal with. But, but yeah, I, uh, I want her to like have fun. And I didn't want to ever be like told, I think as kids, yeah, like you, you can be told don't touch the stove because it's hot. Mm -hmm. And there's some kids that can be like, okay, I won't touch it because it's hot. But there's other kids are just like, I don't know if I believe you. And like, they have to like touch it. And like, if she's, if she's that type, like, so be it. I mean, she'll learn. You know, yeah. and hopefully she. It's keeps- like they need. It's like they need. Like, like that's a good um, analogy. Like they need to. Like they need to find out on their own. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Like the, it's like it's like you're right. Like they don't believe you. Like if you mm-hmm. told your daughter, like, don't skateboard. Skateboard mm-hmm. is really dangerous. It's really hard, and you're very easily break an ankle or a wrist when you eat. You know, but I feel like that now that they would have to find that out like on their own. You know. Oh. Well, yeah, it's, I like the way you put that because my dad always had the the the, the greatest advice, the, the soundest advice. And I was the type of kid that was like, I got to figure it out myself. And like, right. he's like, I told you not to do that. This was going to happen. I was like, I know, but I had to figure it out. Like, right. that was just me. Like, I had to figure it out myself. I had to know? try. I had, I had to try, try it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I knew I, I kept, there was that voice in the back of your head that was like, my dad told me this was wrong. 
Yep. And then in the middle of it, you're like, oh my God, he was right. And yep. then by then it's too late and you're yep. done screwed up, you know? But I think that's just part of living. I mean, at least for some people, like I, I, I have to be the one that just like experiences, even if it's, you know, painful and, you know, like I have to learn that way sometimes. I, at least I did when I was young, like I'm getting better. I hope as I get older, like right. listening to wisdom. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's good. And I think you, I think you're right. It's a, it's a learning experience and, and just like with anything, like a, a kid has to find out and a kid has to scrape their knee and they're gonna, they're gonna break an arm and they're gonna, you know, knock their teeth out if that's, you know, I mean, we can't, as parents, we can't protect them from these things. These things are going to happen. And I guess, I don't know, I guess we just be there to pick up the pieces and give them the comfort, I guess. I don't know, you know? Yeah. How have you dealt with, uh, I mean, like you said that you kind of like really freaked out when Olivia, you thought like broke her teeth. Yeah, I, freak, um, I, you know, and I probably don't handle it the best because I like get like, I get super like to a level and I'm like, oh my God, like, oh, and I probably sound like I'm almost angry. And then it escalated, but I'm not, I'm just super like mm-hmm. concerned, you know? And well, you know, it's weird. It's weird you said that because when my wife gets hurt, I get angry sounding, but it's not that I'm angry. It's that I'm, I'm so upset that she got hurt. Mm-hmm. Like, like my wife has cut herself a few times, like with like knives or scissors, just she's kind of accident prone with sharp things. And she's always opening boxes and she's, she sliced herself or burned herself in the stove a few times. Uh, For some reason I get like the reaction makes me sound like I'm angry, but it's right. not that I'm mad. It's that I'm so, I don't want her to like suffer and be in pain. And like, I'm so upset that oh God, I can't believe you cut yourself. Like, you yeah, I, I like, I've actually, I actually did that on just the other weekend, Olivia was riding her bike and she was like, I don't know, 50 yards ahead of me. And me and my wife were going for a walk and she was riding her bicycle and she like did something weird and turned her handlebars and like fell over and took a handlebar to like the side of her body and it's got Ooh. a big like raspberry on her skin and, and she was upset and crying. And I kind of run up there and I'm like, oh, like what happened? And I'm like trying to figure out like, like, I, I, I'm concerned, like, are you okay? But I'm also like, mm-hmm. how did you do this? You know, mm-hmm. like, you know, it, but it's like, you're right. Like, I sound, I sound probably almost angry. And maybe mm-hmm. I need to like, maybe I need to like check myself and be like, mm-hmm. you know, or catch myself when I'm talking like, oh, like, I am concerned. I'm not mad. You know, I don't know. Like, to it's make my child feel a little bit better, you know, that she's not in trouble per se. You know what I think it might be? And this just is me like really taking a, a deep dive. But I think it's just us wanting to be like in control of the situation and, and being in a situation where we're not in control. And we're like, oh my God, like, you know, like I didn't want to let this happen. And how did this happen? You know, like right. we're kind of like, it, you see what I'm saying? It's like, it's yeah. like a weird control thing where we're, we're almost being a control freak, like after the fact, like, how did you cut yourself with the knife? Like, you know? yeah, right. Like, God, like, what were you doing to yeah. like, but, but I'm, make that happen? But I'm not mad at your bicycle. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not mad. I'm just upset that you got hurt. You know, I'm <laughs> mad at the situation. I'm mad at the situation. <laughs> and I, I think it's just like a guy thing because we, we do want to be able to like to, to be the protector and to like fix things and like, you know, I agree. And, you know, and it's like, no matter how much that, that we helicopter, like, and tell our kids, no, don't do this. Just like you did to your dad, you went down and played at the construction site anyways. Like, I feel like kids are going to do these things and, and um, make these mistakes and make these choices on their own. So like, 
I mean, we can still voice our opinion and tell them, you know, and try to steer them in the right direction. But um, in a certain sense, I guess maybe we have to let them kind of find out on their own, you know? Yeah. Kids will be kids. And I think that's kind of like the takeaway where um, as much as we want to try to protect them from things, they're going to get hurt. Mm -hmm. They're going to, they're going to learn through like doing the wrong things. And that's just kind of human nature. I think you learn through mistakes, right? Is that what they always say? Yeah. And I think part of being a parent is just, it's like this, this process of like letting go while still caring because Mm -hmm. you have to let go for them to like live to some degree. And there's a certain point too, with like, you let them fall or you let them fail at riding a skateboard and hurt themselves. And then they've got to pick themselves back up and, and keep trying, you know, we don't want them to never, you know, you know, you want to overcome, like I fell now let's get back on my bike and let's keep yeah. going. You know, we don't want to scare them from ever like, Oh, I don't want to ride a bike anymore. It, it hurt me, you know? So absolutely. Maybe there's something involved in that too. So. So does, yeah, there's like a balance of uh, learn your lessons and like pick yourself back up. Like, yeah. I don't know. There, there's a lesson like, there, there's so. a few, there's a few underlying, you know, there's a, there's a layer. It's not just one dimensional. It's like uh, there's a few there. So do you have any, do you have any more examples or where do you think we're at? I think, I think we're good, man. Just uh, the takeaway is, is uh, protect your kids, but uh, let them be kids. You know, I guess. They're going to get hurt, but that's just natural. Yeah. And uh you know, do the best you can to let them explore and figure it out. <laughs> yeah, right. So if anyone out there has any uh, stories, you know, leave them in a comment. Um, hit us up on Instagram and uh, tell us your horrific injury stories with your kids or whatever. So we, we would, would love to enjoy hearing them. Yeah. Love to hear them. All right, guys, we'll catch you next time. See you later. All right, that's our show. Thanks for watching Stay at Home Dads. You know the drill, guys. Blah, blah, blah. Hit that like button. Subscribe. We'll catch you on the flip side.